Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you. I uh, have a lot of stuff I'm going to try and cover today, and I know we're going to run out of time. But I want to take a moment before we have our prayer to encourage you to be thankful for your day, for the things that you have, and how many of us put something away and say, we'll save this for good for another day. But I say to you, there is nothing better than today. So if you're saving the best dishes or you're saving the best dress for some other time, get it out today and use it. In December 16th of 1983, I lost everything when my home Our home, my husband and mine, and the children's house burned to the ground. It was life-changing. It was just before Christmas. I was uh, eight months expecting my fifth child. ended up being my fifth boy. And um, it was traumatic. But I was at the doctor's office that day with a prenatal care checkup. Finished the Christmas shopping. If you call finishing it early on December 16th, that was the only year I ever finished it early. I was done that day. And my four-year-old with me and the other boys were in school. But as I drove home, got on the flats there by Sandy Hook, my dad met me and stopped me on the road to tell me what had happened. He told me my husband was fine, everything was fine, and the boys... They called the school and got them off, and they had my boys. Everything you saved for good. I didn't have any china. I had what they called ironstone, and I kept it up for good. I didn't get used very much. So get it down and use it, because it's just material. So if it's something that you think is pretty, don't save it for good, because today is good. So always be thankful for today. It was uh, 1983, and then, of course, that, that fifth boy was born in January of 1984. And life changed. We sold the farm. Still miss it, some things. Not Don't miss feeding the cattle on a day like today. But life changed. Not um, for the... Worse or for the good, but it changed. And it's been a good life. We've raised our children. We struggled every step of the way. When you got five children, you're going to struggle. But uh, the Lord is always blessed. So be thankful for your blessings today. Count your blessings. And if you've got some dishes put away or something put away that you say, I'm going to save it for good, <laughs> put on that dress today and and look good, look your very best, or get down those dishes even if you're having fast food meal, 
get down those good dishes and, and use them today. Don't save them for the day that you don't know. It's not promised to you. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you. And we thank you for the many blessings you have given us. And we honor you. And we worship you. And only you are worthy of our praise and our worship. We thank you for your love, your grace, and that mercy that you bestow upon us and we know we do not deserve. You promised us deliverance and you brought us salvation. You redeemed us, Father, bought and paid for. But we have been such prodigal children here in this nation. Our sins have spread like a pandemic to all nations. And we now live in a dark and sinister place. But you knew this. You knew and know the hearts of men and that we are wicked. Still, you always provide a way, a way home to you, into your arms. In Second Chronicles 7.14, Father, you promised, If my people which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Your people have turned from you. May we, your children, we the people of the United States of America, Father, now be a nation of individuals, brothers and sisters, who rise up for your glory. We call upon your name now. We confess our sins now, Father. Help us for such a time as this to turn our nation back to you and then bring America home. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want to talk a little bit about heroes today. I want you to think about that. America loves heroes. Americans love to cheer for the underdog. Americans have always been thought of as independent and possibly stubborn people. To that we say, well, maybe. Maybe we are. What is a hero, anyway? Americans love the cowboys of the Old West stories. We don't have those anymore, do we? Oh, we still have cowboys. Oh, we still have cowboys. They come riding through town, minding their own business, and driving somebody else's cows, and stumble on a villain, a bully. We think of Hollywood heroes such as John Wayne and Clint Eastwood, Tom Cruise, and one of my favorite movies is Quigley Down Under with Tom Selleck. And he became that American hero back in the outback in Australia. From the beginning of the story, when he stepped off the boat, Quigley defends those who bully and take liberty to pick on the weak and the elderly. And he took down the bully who was trying to annihilate the aboriginal people of Australia. Matthew Quigley was one man against a multitude of enemies, including the British Army. It's, it's a movie with great lines in it. The villain Marston 
wanted to be a Western cowboy hero. He read about Wild Bill Hickok, and he admired him, and he wanted to be like him. He dressed like him. But he read about, and he obsessed over Bill Hickok. But you see, bullies are not heroes. Marston died a bully's death, dressed like Wild Bill, but his heart was not that of a hero. Audie Murthy played a hero in the movies, and for many years. He all, however, was a true American hero. He he was from a broken family, and his mother passed away when he was only 16 years old. In Captain America style, only a real American, Murphy wanted badly to serve his nation. But he was underweight and underage, and when he attempted to sign up, he was rejected. But after having his sister falsify his age by one year, he was accepted into the Army. To this date, he remains to be the highest decorated World War II Army soldier. Audie Murphy was not a fiction story. He was a true American hero. He had his, he had his demons. He had his days. But he was a true American hero. Those demons were from all that he had done to save others, to serve a nation. But today, America needs a few good men. We need some American heroes. A hero doesn't step out to be a hero. He doesn't set out to do that. He or she simply sets out to right the wrongs and protect those who are being wronged. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're going to continue this talk of heroes, and we're going to talk about our nation being a country that, well, it's not what we thought it was, but it can be. We'll be right back. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message. Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells the nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website Immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind. Nothing all because of Immuno 150. Now check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. 
Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Listening to CSE Talk Radio. I want to finish my little, well, we may go back to it, maybe a running thing about American heroes. But, you know, when I, when I went off into the um, sunset called commercial time, a hero doesn't set out to be a hero. He or she just simply sets out to right the wrongs and to protect those who are being wronged, to protect the innocent, the weak. When watching a rerun of the Virginian, I, I, you can tell I like the old cowboy westerns, and my husband likes them. We watch them a lot. But the Virginian commented, when you see a wrong, you write it. You fight to write it. If you don't, you become a part of it. So I want you to write that down. Just think about that. When you see a wrong, you fight to write it. If you don't, you become a part of it. In America today, we all see it. Many wrongs are being thrust upon the American citizens. And against the illegals as well. But we seem to ignore them as if they would make them go away. But we do need American heroes. And we have one right now. We have Daniel Turner on the line. Daniel, how are you today? Oh, Bethann, happy Friday to you. Thanks for having me on. Well, we're always glad to have you on. We're talking about American heroes. You might know where I'm going with that later in the show. But um, what's going on in your world? We had you on Tuesday, but still, some some things have changed even since Tuesday, haven't they? Yeah, you know, and, and, and Tuesday was wonderful to talk about so many issues that, uh, that we deal with on a daily basis. But mm-hmm. uh, there's one thing happening right now that I think your your audience would like to chew on a little bit and it's the, it's the last day of the uh, African leaders summit in Washington DC and I know the president spoke at the summit and the vice president attempted to speak uh, someone just threw together words and put them in in a sentence form and she uttered them but no one knows what what she was talking about um, but she did address the African leaders summit and they talked about Slavery, uh, we're still still not atoned for slavery. Uh, somehow we, we owe reparations, reparations for something we didn't do and that wasn't affected to them. And they talked about, uh, you know, investment and they talked about, of course, climate change in Africa. But no one talked about the 40,000 slave children that work in Chinese cobalt mines in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. 
no one talked about the fact that the slave trade in Africa is larger now than it was when people like my great-great-grandfather died in the Civil War to end slavery. Um, mm. No one talks about the fact that, that, that our green policies, Biden's green policies in particular, are driving the slave trade uh, and slavery to be greater than it was just a decade ago because these very expensive rare earths have to be mined and we want them cheap and we don't care what you know how many die in the process amnesty international estimates that of the 40,000 slave children they they uh, begin around the age of 4 so for anyone here who's a parent or a grandparent or maybe even a great grandparent think of your 4 year olds and and at this christmas time think about the fact that no one is writing a song about them uh, I see commercials about Ukrainian children, and Lord knows what some Ukrainian children have suffered in the last year is devastating. But no one does a video about the African slave children. No one, no one sings a song about them or or has a fundraiser for them. We're just very comfortable with the fact that they are a necessary consequence of this agenda, the green agenda. And um, I just found that. But, unsurprising but still deeply disturbing that this African leaders summit will end and these leaders will just acknowledge the fact that they enslave their own people because America and the West are buying their goods uh, and and enriching those individuals right I mean we know that the, the wealth is not trickling down to the people of Africa um, heck one of the leaders of one of the slave trading nations stayed at the Four Seasons Presidential Suite in D.C., which is $20,000 a night. His, his citizens live on a dollar fifteen a day, and he was spending 20000 and he doesn't care about a slave trade. And so no, they don't. I know that's a very sad thing to talk about on a glorious Friday, uh, the week before Christmas, but we need heroes again. And, and uh, William Wilberforce was a hero that ended slave trade in Amen. the U.K. worldwide. We need heroes again, but to do that, you have to stand up to the Green Movement. And no one seems to be doing it, but but you and me and your great listeners. <laughs> you know, they they you'd think these Af- this African leaders summit, they would rise up and stand against slavery, but instead they rise up and say, "You need to pay us for what you've done." Yeah. Where they want reparations, they want restitution, they want money, they don't want to right the wrongs. They want they don't care if they're if the wrongs continue. It's just like you said. It's 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 hypocrisy. And it just shows that <laughs> where are the heroes? Yeah, they're not and, at that and, summit, and they're not in D.C. Apparently, no, where are not. the heroes? And, and we have, as a society, been very much conditioned to, to steer away from race conversations. If you are of a certain race, right? We talk about racism nonstop, and it's thrown into every TV show and every Broadway play. And um, heck, I just tweeted just just having some. Some poking some fun at, at the racial issue. I just I just tweeted that you know last night Disney did a reenactment of Beauty and the Beast uh, live on TV, and uh, because of the age of diversity and because of Disney, even though it takes place in France, the the crew, the actors, all had to be completely multiracial, completely or multi ethnic, um, because that's diversity. But the, the the sign language interpreter of the Lion King on Broadway was white, and he was fired. 
and and I think that's 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 diversity in 2022. That are, <laughs> and and those are uncomfortable conversations, and we're not supposed to have them. We're not supposed to point these these weird things out. We're not supposed to point out that slavery is more rampant now than it's ever been in history. As is money, many evils. Um, as is uh, um, human trafficking, uh, sex trafficking, uh, drug trafficking, all of happening under Joe Biden's watch. Um, uh, and and. It's just you you sit back baffled and and wonder, you know, just like we sometimes wonder, how did those Romans sit there in that Colosseum and watch these poor people slaughter each other to death and the lions eat them? And how did they not scratch their heads and say, this is wrong. We have to stop this. One day our our predecessors are going to look back and say, how did they watch that happen? And no one no one seemed to do anything about it. And maybe we need reparations from Europe for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it is sad. And, uh, I was going off on the heroes. I actually wrote this little article I have on heroes before Trump put out his little hero digital cards yesterday. And I was upset with him about it. And I let him know it on Truth Social that I still support him, but <laughs> this was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it, who in, I let him know Americans are hurting. They don't have $99 to spend on a pretend picture and uh, on a digital picture. But these African leaders meeting at a summit in D.C. is is just the height of hypocrisy in, in this uh, uh, topic as it is the topic of climate change when they all jet with their private jets into France, wherever they go, mm-hmm. to discuss – how we can make the other people live with less so we can have more. Because that's really what yeah. it's all about. Live with less really so we is. can have more. Yeah, it really is. Um, um, there was a video that was circulating just yesterday on, on, on social media, and it was Bill Gates talking about the need for population control, and he's looking at these charts of the increase of population, and just, of course, it's unsustainable, and we need to start limiting population and um and and of course that's tied to the green movement as well yes um, it is n- no one hates humanity more than the green movement no movement in america right now is more racist than than the green than movement, the green movement. Um, and, they, you know, they truly hate minorities they hate the poor um, and they just hate people in in general and, and they really do um yeah. So heroes to stand up to them and that's why what you do every day is so important <laughs> because there aren't a lot of brave voices out there on on the radio it'd be easier you know better than i do it would be easier to just be a a conventional talk about the kardashians and blast elon musk and blast trump and you you may even have better ratings as a result of it um well you know it's hard i I know you sleep well at night being who you are and that's it's hard yeah it's it's difficult to be an independent uh opinionated woman because even though i'm minority yeah you just can't hardly you know, you're you're a rarity um, to have support here, and I, I want to thank you for that. You and a, a couple others that have really kept us going, and uh, I feel like rural America. I think what you have doing, I think this is the answer. We've got to keep it out there. But the American heroes, there's a hero in every one of us. We just got to let that hero out, be brave, and uh, uh, put down these hypocrisies, these hypocrites. It's time to put them in their place and stop. Stop letting them flaunt because they're they're just wrong. 
and we can see it. Anyway, we're out of time. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for what you do, Daniel. Back to this idea of heroes. And I think you know where I'm going. We're not the nation that we thought we were. America today, we all see it. Many wrongs being thrusted upon the American people against our Bill of Rights, against our Constitution, against our way of life, our livelihood. Many years ago, I wrote, a, I wrote an article titled... The land of pretending, and I fear that is where we are today. We were then, I was talking about other things, like pretending you owned your land when you pay taxes and the government owns, you're really just leasing it. But we don't have to stay there. There is a hero hiding inside most Americans. Release your hero and let's bring America home. I actually wrote this piece about heroes before yesterday's great reveal of the NFT hero cards that Donald Trump put out, which was a really bad idea. And I let him know we need real heroes, not digital pictures sold for $99 a pop. (laughs) I let him know it on truth. I did. I I tried to be kind about it. But he has, I'm not the only one who was disappointed. (laughs) They said that uh, 87 82.7 people said this was a bad idea, and they were turned off by it. Only only, uh, 17.3 thought it was okay. But he took some bad advice. I, I know he's got an ego out the wazoo, and I know he, he is in a, in a way, a hero. But if there's one thing I could tell President Donald Trump, it would be this. Heroes don't have to toot their own horn. They just don't. Audie Murphy lived with the demon inside him for what he had done. They said uh, he couldn't sleep, so he took sleeping medication, and then he got addicted to the sleeping medication, and he he had issues with that. And therefore, he never would because he knew people looked to him. This is what a hero does. That he never would do a commercial for cigarettes or alcohol. Donald Trump does not drink and he does not smoke. I think he sells wine. (laughs) I think he has his own wine he sells. We need a hero, but heroes don't have to toot their own horn. Now, Elon Musk, he's in trouble, and uh, he's not in big trouble, but it could be because the elitists and the left hate him right now because he's putting truth out, and uh, they're after him. He's had threats on his life, and he banned, and I think I have that here somewhere. Are you available to talk about that, uh, Rudy? He banned some uh, people off of some pretty famous uh, news places. 
Yeah, there's about eight of them, I think. The article we saw this morning listed about four, but I saw that there was at least eight. Because they had been, been attacking him. Been doxing and him. Doxing him and releasing that information. And he had he had an attempt on his life, and his child was in the car. Yeah, I think he's legitimately concerned about somebody attacking him. And he, he used the word assassination. I don't know whether it would be that serious, but... I, well, he There's did put that out. His could. mother told him that wasn't funny. He put that out several months ago before he even got the final thing yeah. with Twitter. And she said, that's not funny. But he did say, if I, if I commit suicide, I didn't do it because I'm not suicidal. And uh, anyway, it's something that, you know, pray for this man. I don't know his lifestyle. I'm sure he's, you know, like some of the other rich and famous. He's not lived a saintful life. But how many of us are, are saintful? None of us are very sainted. He's catching a little flack for censoring, I guess, is what they're saying. You know, these people that are just following him around, and they say that that there's a difference. A, yeah, there's a huge really difference. Is. Huge, it's, huge. It's kind of pushing the borders of free speech when you're telling people exactly Absolutely. where to find somebody. But well, I don't know. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about free speech because the one thing that Donald Trump did good yesterday, which was not his uh, his hero cards, although I did get a kick out of them. They were very cute. They were very, very cute. He's, you know, pulling his uh, suit coat open with the big uh, hero. I think he's got a T on his, not superhero, not, not Superman. And um, like Superman would have done. And he, I think he's got another one where he's in a cowboy outfit, which is pretty comical. I mean, they're cute. I don't mind him putting them out there. But the hero that we need is what he did in his big announcement, which was not the hero cards. Restoring free speech overview. Somebody in American Greatness wrote several weeks ago that what Donald Trump needs to do, and of course I disagree with them to a certain point, is not talk about the 2020 election and not talk about the victim that he has been. And he truly has been a victim. But he needs to start talking about what he's going to do as president. And uh, so here it is. And he laid it out yesterday. And if you have not seen the video, I encourage you to find it on YouTube. or not, It may not be on YouTube, but find it on Truth Social. Um, it's probably on Twitter. I uh, know Newsmax has had it, so it may be on Newsmax website if you can find it. You can find it if you search it. It's out there. Ban federal agencies from colluding to censor American citizens. Ban taxpayer dollars from being used to label speech as mis- or disinformation. Fire every federal bureaucrat who has engaged in domestic censorship. Immediately send preservation letters to Biden administration and big tech giants. He's telling the Republican Congress to do this now. Order the DOJ to investigate all parties involved in online censorship regime and prosecute any and all crimes identified. Revive Section 230 to drastically curtail big platform powers to restrict lawful speech. Stop federal funding for all nonprofits and academic programs engaged in censorship. Suspend federal dollars to any university that has engaged in censorship support activities. Enact criminal penalties for federal bureaucrats who partner with private entities to violate your constitutional rights. 
impose a seven-year cooling-off period before formal intel and national security officials can work for a big tech platform. Now, if you remember, it was the FBI guy (laughs) on Twitter that was doing a lot of the censoring. Pass a digital bill of rights. Those were the things, and he's actually saying, not necessarily that he's going to do them when he becomes president. I, I mistakenly said that at the beginning. He's telling them to do it now. Censorship. It's important. It's very important that we not have censorship. So I have some things here. We have the whistleblowers. Not, I'm sorry, not the whistleblowers. We have the traitors in the Republican Party. And they voted with um, the Democrats on this omnibus bill. Nobody read this omnibus bill. They're spending a trillion more dollars that we don't have. But Republican representatives Adam Kinslinger of Illinois, Liz Cheney of Wyoming, Chris Jacobs, John Keiko of New York, Anthony Gonzalez of Ohio, Jamie Huron Butler of Washington, Fred Upton of Michigan, Steve Womack of Arkansas, Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania. They supported moving the end of the current continuing resolution that funds the government from Friday, December 23rd, according to the roll calls of votes. You know, some of those are on their way out, Adam Kinslinger, the crying man, and Liz Cheney. And the old saying goes, don't let the door hit you on the way out. And I'm thinking, no, let's slam it on their behinds and tell them, don't you dare come back. We don't want to see them in there as lobbyists. We don't want to see them in there as talk show hosts on Fox or Newsmax or CBS or MSNBC. We want them out of the picture because they have failed the United States of America. They have failed the Constitution. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat 
fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. 800-761-3146. That's 800-761-3146. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code Bethann or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code Bethann. Return to listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're in the final segment of today's show. It has gone so fast. I had so many things I wanted to share with you. And one is an article that I wanted to actually try and share with it, you in its entirety, and I cannot do that now. And that's probably a good thing. You probably get tired of me reading to you. My children didn't, though. I could, I made noises and, and, you know, sounded like the trains and, the, you know. I mean. <laughs> but um, last night, I went to a basketball game, so I was watching TV very late the last, well, several nights this week. And so I uh, tuned in about midnight to Tucker Carlson. And I saw him talking about something that has, it's been on the minds of Americans or in the back of the minds of Americans who live through this. The assassination of JFK. I was in the fifth grade. Do you remember where you were that day, Rudy? Most people remember, if they lived that, they remember exactly where they were. I was in the fifth grade at uh, Pittman Elementary School. No? Yes. And, uh, no, it was Blue Ridge Elementary School, excuse me, in Kansas City. And I remember my teacher, Mrs. Higgins, was crying, and several teachers in the uh, school were crying. 
because it was announced that the President of the United States had been shot and killed. It was devastating. I remember it was an ugly day and nasty and rainy and and we came home and mom had newspaper set down on the carpeting. She had been cleaning it and she didn't want us to uh, step on the carpet. And and uh, it's funny how you remember strange things like that. And you remember where you were that day. He's shaking his head yes. Yes, I was in fourth grade, so I was like one year behind you. But right here in elementary school right down the street. Mm-hmm. Haven't gotten very far from home yet. <laughs> yeah. I guess I came home. Oh, yeah, but I don't remember teachers' names, but I I remember the feeling. It was it was just awful, even for a kid in the fourth grade. Yeah, it was, like, it, wow. was it was devastating to the nation. But all the information that we have regarding that has been locked away, and Americans have been not allowed to know about it. And every time a little more gets released, it's a little more obvious that it was an inside job, for whatever reason. Many people think it was because he uh, wanted to investigate or do away with the Federal Reserve. Now, I'm not putting Kennedy up on a pedestal by any means, but his brother was sure not him. However, it would appear that the CIA was behind it. Now, we know the CIA and the FBI were all behind framing President Donald Trump. But it it seems to be obvious now that they were also in on the assassination of a president of the United States of America. So it would seem, America, that we aren't the nation that we think we are. Wouldn't it? We are not the country that we think we are. The CIA, they're not the heroes we once thought they were. The FBI are not the heroes we thought they were. Do they do good? Yes, I'm sure they do. Individuals in there, but as an institution, no, they are not. I watched a documentary on Newsmax late one night. I think it was last year. I think I actually recorded it because it ran so late I, I quit watching it. It was I think it was on a Friday night or a Saturday night. And um, it was talking about the assassination of John F. Kennedy and how the Secret Service seemed to help with the hiding of evidence. The Secret Service. I wonder what Bongino would say about that. I think he's a good man. I'm not trying to suggest that he's not. Something's Troubling is the title of this article by Vincent McCaffrey. And Vincent McCaffrey writes, um, and I got this out of the American Greatness. Are there no leaders with this nation's best interest at heart? Who on earth, Republican or Democrat, would vote for an omnibus bill to put us a trillion dollars more in debt without reading it? Certainly they have not got the best interests of the American people at heart. Framing the President of the United States wasn't to keep you safe. It was to hide their dastardly deeds. These people are evil. Liz Cheney and her dad are evil. And yes, President Bush, both of them, 
are evil people. President Clinton, Nancy Pelosi. We can name them. James, John Boehner. Did you say John Boehner? Hugging and crying all over Nancy Pelosi. I used to call him O'Boehner because he did everything Obama wanted. Kind of like, kind of like old McConnell. <laughs> oh, McConnell <laughs> had no integrity. E-I-E-I-O. So in this article of a troubling nation, he's listing the things that have happened. How can we continue to ignore them? He starts out, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech, excuse me, freedom of speech of the press of the right of the people to peacefully assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. He says, this is not optional. Why is it a debate? Why is the Second Amendment a debate? I'm going to expand on what he says here. He goes into this. Let me tell you something, my friends. They keep telling you it's complicated. It is not complicated. What it is is they are corrupt. The leaders, the two-party monopoly system is corrupt. That doesn't mean every, I think it does mean every Democrat, but it doesn't mean every Republican is corrupt. But pert near. Not every registered Democrat is corrupt. Not every registered Republican is corrupt. And some of us who are registered Republican tend to vote on a third party every once in a while. Because I want what's best for this country. We need heroes. I'm a very loud, opinionated woman, it seems. I don't know. Daniel flatters me a lot, but... Am I doing any good? Are you listening? Are you getting involved? We have this oligarchy. And they have the CIA and the FBI and the DOJ... And so many in the alphabet bureaucrat departments that are fighting for their power, not fighting for your liberty. He talks about that in here when they do this um, in mass, he said, sitting members of Congress who have any common sense going to rise up in mass. Are they ever going to? Were the elected negotiated about away our liberty were they negotiating away our liberty or were they elected to protect it well they were elected to protect it but they're not so find that hero deep inside you and do whatever it takes my friend legally to bring America home home